Danny. Okay, all, all of the record buttons are hit. We're, we're recording like everywhere now. Wow. I wanted to, to make clear that we've been approached by some pretty influential advertisers um, wanting us to sell out. Um, but Really? We, yeah, but we refuse. Uh, we will not. We, we did what? <laughs> we will not sell out at all because we're buying in, Danny. <laughs> we're Hell absolutely yeah. buying in. Hey, so as the first uh, tabletop wargaming podcast to have a, you know, mainstream sponsor, uh, let's talk about the beauty that's Ray's Energy Drinks, available at repsports.com. Oh um, that's R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Um, okay. Yeah, Ray's Energy I've Drinks. I've had them before. They're delicious. I mean, I'm sure they're amazing. I can't wait for my starter pack to get here. Um, they've been described by other players who we've turned on to Ray's Energy Drinks um as just it tastes like victory i mean that's the the best way they can really describe what's going on with that and if you go uh to repsports.com r-e-p-p-sports.com and order your raise energy if you use our promo code sellout uh you receive some amount of money off your order i'm not quite sure but what price can you put on raise in your victory sure hmm you're listening to 40k crap. Oh man, quality. <laughs> it's always a good day uh, when John forgets to switch the soundboards all the way across. Um, that's a classic John. Classic John. Classic move. Uh, welcome to a socially responsible episode of Mob Rules. Uh, no video from us this week. You'll be happy to know, uh, having to look at our faces. Uh, I am John, joined as always by... Danny. Danny. Uh, we are recording remotely um, due to the small worldwide pandemic that is currently exploding in our quiet mountain town. <laughs> yeah so sorry if the auto quality isn't up to our usual standards i mean we do try and we do try our best to make sure that we're yeah as high as we can get but today is uh probably not <laughs> as good as we it, ensure the audio quality is pretty good too <laughs> yeah, well yeah i think it will be it should be pretty good um but yeah we have like a lot of stuff to go over today uh as well as kind of us uh practicing our remote setup which is something we're, we're super excited about because it means we can come on uh yeah. bring on some of our uh, more famous, more talented, more knowledgeable friends, or I should say Danny's more famous, more knowledgeable, more talented friends, <laughs> um, as I maintain my producer role uh, for oh my for, god for the Danny McDivitt show. Hey, well, what, uh, <laughs> whatever. What a great couple of weeks, though. Uh, so much has happened. happened. So much. Danny, you're famous. You were on a, a mainstream YouTube channel. Oh, I was. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. I forgot. Were. Yeah, so uh, if you guys check out uh, the Magic Carp Used Fly at 8 minutes and 40 seconds, you'll see me talking about how excited I am to be at LVO. Yeah, so we were very drunk in line for registration very, at LVO. Uh, and I drunk. pulled out my iPhone and I just started going around and live streaming to our YouTube page, which, which apparently gets saved. So like nine months later, it shows up in this random video and... You know, thanks to all of our listeners who like messaged us and was like, "Hey, did you guys know you were on this?" And I'm like, 
what in the hell is this? <laughs> and just thank God you're wearing glasses for that, Danny, because yeah, neither of us was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we were representing the hobby have... well. <laughs> I would have David Singer checking me out, trying to determine how drunk I was. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. that would have been a real thing. Um, yeah, Dave Singer, uh, LVO commentator extraordinaire. Uh, and state highway patrol officer was practicing <laughs> on Danny and I for for his ability to like recognize intoxicated people. Uh, spoilers: It doesn't take state highway patrol training to uh, recognize. Uh, no, no. Were. But I mean, he does look to to stare deeply into other people's eyes. Apparently, so I learned that about him. Yeah, and that's a beautiful moment. Yeah. That's a beautiful it is. moment. And then, he's a beautiful uh, no- man. No joke. He is beautiful. It's that mustache. It's it's just. It really is. It's power. Pure power. Power. Pure power. Uh, but yeah, and then that wasn't a joke at the Stinger. We were actually uh, are an affiliate for for Ray's energy drinks now. Mm, this Ray's <laughs> tastes delicious. Oh man, so good! It absolutely isn't a truly, which is you know my current drink of choice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, some of our listeners have started buying it. Uh, they give us a promo code to use. They let us use anything we wanted. So obviously, we chose sellout. <laughs> um because again, why why not sure they're like yeah great go for it that that sounds fantastic and we're like okay <laughs> which is uh just great so yeah we're not selling out we're buying in but use that promo code sellout you know danny one of the cans looks like america uh, it's an american flag hell yeah and hell yeah that that's about all you can do uh aside from that what have you been up to for the past two weeks oh my god it's been so busy um well i've been uh i've been getting like messages from a bunch of people about that video on youtube oh yeah uh yeah like hey did you know that you're in this video (laughs) um let's see i by the way great great started it was it was was yeah (laughs) i think it's good for the hobby to get more mainstream recognition right yeah no absolutely and it's always good yeah um uh, even if we are mog rules in the credits. Oh yeah, is... they did credit us as mog rules, which I think by mog the rules. YouTube, the YouTube uh, popularity terms means we have to legally change our name to mog rules now. It's so, true. You know. It's true. Yeah, yeah sad times. <laughs> um, let's see here. So I've recorded now uh, one half of an episode of uh, Art of War Down Under. Oh, um, you said Down Under. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, do you have a kangaroo noise? <laughs> I remember uh, when you told me that you're going to be on. You're like, "Hey, Joe, I'm going to be on Art of War," and I'm like, "Oh, cool!" And you're like, "Down under," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> no, but it's awesome." Um, like uh, Adam Camilleri is like the coolest guy on the on the fucking planet. So uh, it was yeah. super good. And uh, recording with our fellow uh, Rogue Trader Network artist Michael Tempe, who is. Hell yeah. Dude, explosion yeah. and an eagle. Love it. Tempe! <laughs> uh, so I told you I refreshed the soundboard. <laughs> this episode is going to be, like, huge, though. So uh, I hope whoever listens to it is ready for, like, talking about Necrons for, like, three hours or four hours. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what else? Uh, I have been hobbying quite a bit. Uh, I got done. Uh, did I talk about the Canoptic Doomstalkers last time? I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Uh, I got, I got three about. of those done. Uh, those are built, painted, based, everything. They're ready to go. Uh, 
They're a cool model. What a cool model. Um, and then that's the, the next gun, wave. Right? Of... <laughs> like the stalker. No, no. Wang cannon on top. Well, I mean, I guess if you if your dick is on your back, John, I guess then that's a dick gun. I mean, some people don't have some choice but to curl it around <laughs> like that. I guess, yeah. All right, that's cool. No judgment um, to your weird body. Uh, but uh, let's see. The next wave. Of, <laughs> the next wave of Necron stuff came out, uh, so I've been building that. Uh, I built a monolith. Uh, I built uh, six of the Ophidian destroyers. Uh, I built the terrain. And yeah, how was that? Was that that looks like just two halves kind of slapped together, right? So yeah, mostly it's two halves slapped together plus a base that you glue it on, plus that you glue them onto, so they have a little bit like a little bit more stable ground to stand on. <clears throat> um, and then I also I've been doing some priming to get some other stuff ready. Uh, I primed uh, the the Ophidians and also the Silent King today. So oh, nice, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting him ready to go. Man, that is so many pieces that I have to like pre like work on as sub assemblies. Dude, dude, you're fine. The the amount of stuff that I have to paint to get ready to fight the Silent King is just stupid. So you have like one model. Yeah. And then I I also am almost done building the Void Dragon. Uh, what an oh, awesome right. model, man. Uh, right. that's another hollow model, right? Yeah, like so the, the ins you can see through him. He's got like several like dematerialized slits that go through him, and you can see inside like his heart is like a, a oh, stone. Man, that's AVN award winning movie of the year two thousand eighteen dematerialized slits. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> but the one thing I didn't know on his back is like a canoptic wraith as well, like controlling him. Oh, like rad, a little canopic yeah. thing yeah I'll, I'll have to show you that when i get him built but like it's got little pincers on his neck like like uh to like keep him under control with canoptic wraiths just being used as like bluetooth receivers on things and models because the monolith has one right mm -hmm. and also the uh tesseract uh vault the oh, yeah, yeah. the it has like a wraith that's like containing the satan on top of it which is pretty cool um so yeah i've been doing that uh so i've been doing some painting i've been doing a lot of talking and thinking about necrons there's a lot of that going on right now um uh otherwise uh pretty uh pretty laid back uh john and i played a game but we'll get to that a little bit later yeah um well, other than that i think that's all for me what have you been up to man so i mean um acquiring corn uh is is kind of where where i've been at like i continually acquire corn are you from um, Iowa? Then, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm real popular in the grassroots states. Um, so I think like last time we recorded, I had acquired like um, your old corn, uh, one of our listeners, Colin's old corn, Taylor's old corn. Yeah. So I have like at this point 90 blood letters. Like I have like 27 blood crushers, like something stupid like that. <laughs> 27 um, blood crushers? I thought, well, I got how many? I got like 12 from you, right? Or something. Uh... I think he, nine for me, maybe. So I think only have like 18, like only 18. Still, yeah, only 18, geez. Like, it's still more like 12 more than you'd ever probably want to run in an army. <laughs> um, and then Fair. a couple, you know, a couple of skull cannons, but I have like a real good like range of like solid corn now. Um, so today actually, and we were late in recording uh, solely because of this and not for any technical issues, um, but uh, 
I picked up another thirty blood letters, which takes me to the like the peak ideal number at one hundred and twenty blood letters I have now. Wow! Um, and then uh, my first bloodthirster, and then I'm going to pick up those other two bloodthirsters from you, uh, and then I get yep. to run my new dream list, which I am so excited about. <laughs> in a way that, like, I think uh, on one of the other discords that I'm on, they described it best as it's not going to win all the time. Um, oh god, I'm gonna quote it because like I was like, yes, like because this, you know me, Danny. This is like my exact want um, from games. Sure. Like, like, like this is what I live for in games. Um, uh, someone said, "Oh, I love it. They will probably they will probably win, but you will make them pay." Uh, was like <laughs> a, the review of the list, and then he said, "The best part of that list will be when they are looking at all that of murder, and you can read in their eyes where the fuck do I start?" And I think that's like. <laughs> Looks like that is what I live for. Because uh, oh, yeah. like the, the list I'm thinking of in general right now that I'm so hyped for is six units of 20 blood letters with a musician and a standard. Uh, a bloodthirster with the giant axe. The mid-range mm -hmm. bloodthirster who I can make come back as another bloodthirster. Um, and then also two units of uh, uh, furries because, you know, you have to uh, for scrambles. And like, because I looked at it, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put in flesh hounds and then uh, and we'll talk about this later about kind of like secondary choices. I'm like, oh yeah, shit, secondaries. What am I going to choose? Uh, so, <laughs> so I picked some furries uh, so I could get some uh, scrambles action on the go there. Because my nice. feeling is if I present on the table 120 blood letters and three bloodthirsters, your first targets probably aren't going to be the two five-man units of furries in my backfield. Right. Well, and so, like I think and like furies are like decent at, at doing damage too. Uh uh they i mean full as corn right they do uh they get like three attacks each or something like that at strength five yeah yep. that's not terrible so, um yeah, so I, they're fast yeah and i'm just i'm very excited about this because it's very fast it kind of is to my play style of just pushing everything forward there's no complicated guns so i don't have to worry about a shooting phase mm -hmm. uh there's no complicated psychics so really i'm like twice as efficient as most players because i don't have a psychic phase or a shooting phase i just move and punch oh and then scarbrand who's in the list uh he means i ignore morale so i ignore the morale phase sure so instead of six which is like the perfect number uh, of phases to have in a game i just do three um which means i can drink to my heart's content and just are you running icons forward. what's up are you running icons in your units or or musicians yeah, both. Okay, cool. Nice. Good yeah, choice. So every unit has the the banner or the icon and then also the uh the the musician in every unit. I didn't pay any CP yet to upgrade anything, but the, the <laughs> way the list is built right now, it's a single battalion, so I start with 12 CP. Wow. Nice. Well, Which 10 cuz you're going to exalt, right? Oh yeah, ten for exalting. But even then, that's ten, right? Which is like a right. stupid amount to start with, and it means I can look at it and be like, if I come up against Grey Knights, I just don't spend anything, and then I just keep bringing Bloodthirsters back. Yeah, because uh, as you're well to do, and it just there's a bunch of and it's a list I like because it's janky, and there's a bunch of stupid little things I can do um, to just have fun. And like I said, I know. As a player, I mean, I certainly wouldn't consider myself or be conceited enough to think like I'm top 20% or anything player-wise. Um, but with the list I have, I know I'm going to have fun. And like, that's the most important thing. Um, back to the Nurgle train, though, I I painted up three, no, five 
five um, blight haulers. I know. Uh, giving me my nine painted blight haulers. Uh, and that was in kind of in preparation for my game against you, Danny, which mm -hmm. I still brought a bunch of unpainted shit because I was like, okay, let's bring like this stuff too. Um, and then I, I took a net list and I modified it a little bit because the things that were in there made me uncomfortable. Like Mortari being like a single 490 point model. Like I'm not real comfortable about having so many of my points like wrapped up in that one basket. Sure. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll find out in a couple seconds here why I was completely wrong. Uh, about that <laughs> <laughs> and why yeah. i probably should have just listened to the dude who made the list in the first place and just ran it as is which would have done a lot better um but yeah you and i played a game we um, did we came together for a friendly game of 40k and we both mm -hmm. got extremely frustrated at each other yeah we did a little bit uh, which was tough, kind right? Of like, like, yeah, and that's kind of like the segue I wanted to come into here is because like I wanted to talk about our game, not in the way of you know, hey, we played a game, let's talk about what we did. It's like, no, we we lost our cool with each other a little bit, and that's not which cool. which kind of Danny. sucks, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> but, what, no, absolutely not. Like nothing that you did like was worthy of me getting frustrated. But I I try not to get frustrated about dice. But the last time we played, your dice were super good. And then like this time it started super good. And then they weren't. <laughs> and then they weren't, yeah. <laughs> so, I think after turn one, I think like Danny had maybe a, a 10, 15% thought in his head that I was using trick dice. <laughs> it was 25. Because, uh, <laughs> because so like, again, I'm running nine blight haulers. This is right after the new FAQs came out. So they're running nine two-shot multi-meltas. That are D6 damage, or where I was shooting them at, D6 plus nothing damage. Um, right. And I fired, like, turn one, I fired against Doomstalkers, which have a four up and vulnerable save. Yep. And from, like, a unit of three, Danny saved all but two um, multi meltas shots. On, so one, on hit, one of them, right? On one I, of them, right? So I failed I five total. Yeah, so I hit with six. So I rolled, I hit with everything. So on a three plus where I should fail like two, um, I hit with all six and then I rolled to wound and I wounded with five. Sure. Um, and then you saved three, uh, you saved three of them. Two got through. I did well, 11 damage with those two dice. So here's how, it, here's how it actually went. Cause okay, I have sorry. a photographic memory of this because <laughs> I, it's I remember every slight against me for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very healthy. It's a very healthy attitude to take. Um, as, a, as a book of names. <laughs> so John shoots with one unit. Uh, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, like these guys, there's six multi-melta shots. He hits, he hits and wounds with five. I save, th I save three, spend a CP to reroll one to get another save. Um, so a fail one, John rolls six damage. I'm like, oh my God, you've got to be, all right, fine, cool. That, I, that's fine. Like I saved, I saved uh f like four out of five like i should i definitely shouldn't complain about that right then the next unit had two of them that were in range and they shot <clears throat> and uh he did uh three wounds and i saved two i'm like okay all right that's how it goes right and then he rolls a five and i'm like come on every single time then he turns around with a th with the third unit and shoots at a different doomstalker because the one that was on one wound was out of range of everything else. Um, and he shoots that one. 
and he gets three wounds through on that because I failed like uh, I only made like one or maybe two invulnerable saves. Um, and he rolls 16 damage, like a casual 16 damage. Uh, and just like, <laughs> or maybe it was 15. It was a lot. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I figure I should take like maybe, you know, 10, but D6s are spiky. So who knows? Right. But yeah, it was just, okay. It's dead. Like, cool. So the new toys that I got to bring were like DOA. I should have known that. Right. Like that should have been my I, initial I didn't thought. Realize. Right? That again, that like emotionally, right? Because when we come to the table, because this has happened to me when I took my Geller Pox against you, we get our new toys, <laughs> yeah, we get them assembled, true. and we're so excited to get them to the table. We're like, hell yeah, I get to play with my new models. And like, I get first turn, and the first thing I do is cripple one and destroy the other. <laughs> and you're like, well, guess I'm not going to fucking play with these then. <laughs> so it was an emotional roller coaster. Um, which which is which is which is fine. Like I and like I shouldn't have been upset. I think then it was like my first turn, and then I or like during my turn, I did like I feel like I did jack shit to your army. It's probably like I don't think I I didn't kill anything. I didn't even kill you a single vehicle. You literally did jack shit to my my army. Oh no, you killed one vehicle. But I got remember, him down to I one had, wound because you had one. You had one blight holler and one. Oh. Wound. And I you killed had my the drill, drill down to one. You had my drill down to one wound. No, I, I, I killed made my the drill in the first turn. Yeah, but I made my disgustingly resilience on the on the drill to take it down to one wound, and you got oh, okay. really pissed off because you had to devote an entire other unit. Oh, the drill right. That you wanted to shoot <laughs> yeah, at something else. I was pissed because <laughs> you were pissed because I made my disgustingly resilient on the drill. And you're like, okay, fine. Guess it was like fifty percent disgustingly resilience. Like I was so frustrated at this point. Like. I and I shouldn't have been right. Like it's a dice game. I should not. You should never get upset. Like if your opponent rolls really good, it's not their fault. Um, so, uh, yeah. And so my, my, I feel I felt like after the game, like we talked about it a little bit, and like I felt stupid that I was upset about something. Actually, I felt stupid like the next turn. Because right. like, because well, if you think about it, like, um, you knew from like turn one, my secondary choices were terrible, right? And you also knew that you were most likely going to hold primary for for a lot of it because your entire army was objective secured. True. Uh, so I don't think from like turn one, the like the only way I win is if turn one I do a shitload of damage and survive, which I did turn one. Um, but then after that, we ran into getting my usual struggle of just like Jesus, I'm I'm awful at picking secondaries. Uh, I think this comes from a place of just not getting enough reps in with armies uh, or, or not constructing in a way where I'm like really actively thinking of secondaries. I think a part of my brain is still thinking uh, 8th edition ITC. And this is a comment I made on the BiffPod chat on their Twitch stream the other day mm -hmm. was I think a reason a lot of the stats right now are skewed to first turn and a lot of the stats are strange is because people are bringing 8th edition armies to 9th edition games. Yeah, and that's what skew. That's going first doesn't skew it. Going second doesn't skew it. Bringing first or eighth edition armies to ninth edition games is what's skewing the meta right now. And the fact that we're in this worldwide pandemic where we've had uh, maybe a month and a half worth of games in the last nine months means sure. that the meta's moving real slow. Um, personally, for me, for that game, like I ended up apologizing to you at the end of the. 
I was getting so frustrated at reanimation <laughs> protocols. But it was entirely my fault because before we started the game, like we went over lists and you specifically said to me, is there anything you want to go me to go over or explain? I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, it was like, do like, you want me to tell you about my Warlord Trader Relic? Right, right. And, and I was like, no, nah, it's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you just you kept reanimating. And then, like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so Danny, like, one of your, like, if they made, like, a meta watch card for Danny, <laughs> um, like, you know, you have, like, deployment, you know, late game, early game. Um, if they could fit it in the little section, movement shenanigans, like, like Danny, you are really, and I'm going to, I'm going to pay you a compliment here. So don't listen, but like right. your ability to abuse movement in any way is like one of your huge strengths as a player. Uh, and with the new reanimation protocols and the amount of abuse you can do for movement <laughs> with those, it's like, it's. It was very frustrating for me because, like, I am coming in. So I think, like, what happened is I moved up, obviously, because all of my shit's really tough. I want you to come at me. Because um, I also have strats where I can back away and still shoot. Right. So I move up. I kill a bunch of warriors. And Danny uses the new reanimation protocol. Yeah, sure, he only brings four or five back. But those four or five he brings back are wrapping both of my units. So I can now no longer move. That was frustrating. Um when my dice died, which they did from turn two, like my turn one peak, great, loved it. Uh, turn two onwards, they just like, nah, come on, man, that's that's enough luck. You're good. Um, God, we're tired now. And <laughs> Dan <laughs> Danny's reanimation dice got pretty hot for they like were, one or two units, and and especially when I used my relic reanimation orb, like right, which again, because I didn't ask or ask you to clarify at the start of the game. I was like, how the fuck? I think I specifically said, how the fuck are you doing that right now? What are you doing that lets you do this? Because it seems to me you're reanimating every goddamn phase. And you had to stop and explain it. And that's when, like, again, when you said you felt like, okay, that was, like, weird, like, turn two, you realize. Like, right away, I'm like, oh, I'm just being an asshole right now at this point. Well, and, like, I understood why it felt, fr I mean, it's, it is frustrating. Like, no doubt. So I was doing stuff like I had, uh, he had killed me out of combat with his uh, blight haulers and I was like reanimating back. And so he, I reanimated far enough back where he couldn't get like even, or he couldn't consolidate through a wall to get to the Necron warriors. And then those two warriors got the, they were of a 20 man unit, got the relic orb put on them and they went back to, uh, like 18. yeah, like eighteen of them. Because I roll, I rolled. No, I remember stupid hot. Yeah, eighteen. Um, but again, that's not your fault. That's not the dice's fault. That's my fault for not knowing that something that can happen and not informing myself that something's going to happen like that. There. Um, so it was contentious. Um, a little at the start. Um, by the end, like I said, terrible secondary choices on my part. Some great plays by Danny on your part, and just. My unwillingness to listen to you explain how your army worked really worked against me huge. Um, but, like, I took a lot of great things from the game. Like, for example, I tried to do too much. Like, so instead of Mortarian, I took my my, my trusty little termite drill full of, like, Blight Bomb dudes. Right. Um, and Mortarian would have been a way better choice because he would have done way more damage. Yeah, I think uh, there, was, I some... there was that and maybe some deployment mistakes, too, I think. 
which I think which I think would have like if you would have deployed just even a little bit better, like with the uh, Nurglings and the uh, and the drill, yeah. I think it would have been a totally different game. Because we talked about this, like it's weird, and I, I said in a, in our our Patreon um, chat that like I really the board size didn't strike me like the change in board size didn't really strike me like i saw it i understood it but like most of my games even though yeah i'm bringing a termite drill to every game i'm not deep striking it most of the time mm -hmm. it's just like an added layer of protection for what's inside it really struck me in our game how small the board is when i was trying to forward deploy nerglings like, yeah just because like they're they're pretty much in your table half at that point and that's a position i haven't been in in a long time um so that was weird and that was like a huge learning curve for me and i think like afterwards we talked about like ways i would change the list and one of them was like making sure i would keep the nurglings on the back um objectives to hold those because that's what lost me primary like the majority of the game was i didn't have those nurglings back there um yeah and then a couple of other dumb moves like i forgot to charge a couple units but i'm getting to a point where i'm trying to better my game sure kind of get like out of the bottom 10 percent. so i'm not going to ask for take backs on that um, because even though it's a friendly game, well, even though it's a friendly game, right? I, I like, I want to get in the habit of not having that as a crutch. Because when it's really important, do I really want to fall back on asking, like relying on the other person to be like a good sport about it? Yeah, no, I mean, I, okay, well, what I was going to, what I was going to say is I don't think you're in the bottom 10% of players. Like, absolutely not. That is false. Um, I know if I say a low enough percentage, I feel way better about myself. You have to pay me a compliment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, yeah, no, and I think it's a totally good way to train yourself to like not give yourself takebacks because right, it's just it's just good policy, and you shouldn't have to rely on the kindness of strangers to do to if you forget to do something like that is part of the game too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, contentious game at the start. It turned to fun at the end when I realized, I think, turn two that I wasn't going to win. Um, based on, like I said, Danny's uh, like high meta watch ability to do movement shenanigans. Um, that that I just kind of started getting loudly. Well, what what's the best word to describe it? I mean, you were very just loud. <laughs> it was it was loud. fun, man. So, so we turned it into a fun game. We turned it around, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like what was super nice was like, yeah, like turn one wasn't a great experience for, for either of us because like I said I was making great dice rolls, which was like, again, taking away Danny's new toys and like Danny was using the tools available to him really effectively in ways that I wasn't used to because this is a new book. Yeah. Um, and that made me be like, well, fuck, I was expecting you to do it the old way. Could you please do it the old way? Um, mm -hmm. and no. So it was, it was a really nice exercise, right? So regardless if you're playing a friend or playing a random person like man that's it's a two-person experience and just making sure that we have that um insight to look back and because we sat and down had a good discussion after the game about like i was like i think it both started with like hey man i'm sorry about that yeah uh, and just kind of having the wherewithal to, to realize that is, is a super good um place to be well and imagine and if we weren't friends right and like we were just meeting for the first time like no, oh, yeah. nobody wants to have that kind of sour taste in their mouth after they play a game. I would just so. be like, dude, that guy's a dick. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I can still do, but I feel less bad about it as friends. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Same. <laughs> um, 
but to bring us down a little bit and to hum, oh, you, oh, actually, I should say, you have anything else you want to add to that there? No, no, I think that I think that summed it up pretty nicely. Um, uh, started a little contentious, ended uh, better. Um, overall, it was a really interesting and fun game. <laughs> like it was interesting to see how I could cope with an army that I couldn't kill. Um, right, and because, so like you killed three plague burst crawl, no, three blight haulers. Yep. And took, so I think over the course of the entire game, you killed my Nurglings, which is a given. The drill, mm-hmm. um, you killed the, the plague marines. marines. Yeah, the plague I got them. Marines. And that was it. Oh, and a unit of blight haulers. Yeah. Um, and I got the one character, the, the uh, oh uh, yeah yeah the the grenade the, guy. The two car- no no yeah the grenade guy because the flamer guy lived. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting was like, yeah, my great unclean one lived. Yeah, well, like he had two or three wounds left at the end, but didn't die. Um, like sixty-six percent of my blight haulers survived with pretty much full wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so like seeing the durability of that list was just amazing. What kills me, and we were talking to Dan like afterwards about it, was like my lack of fly keyword. Um. Yeah, which I think the fly keyword in ninth edition is one of the most powerful keywords. It's still um, really good. There. It's still huge because it just it lets you negate so much. So um, as we've talked before, what Danny likes to do generally, and I know I hate to talk for your playstyle, but you like to control the board, block off avenues and lanes of movement, which you did really well with your warriors and immortals. Like I couldn't move, and, and they all died. No way for me to get over. Right, but you know, like it took turns and they kept coming back. Yep. And like, if I had the ability to fly over them and focus on the Doomstalkers or some of the characters on your back line, um, then it's it's a little bit more helpful. So like that fly keyword is just amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of learning, uh, a great game, and again, a great experience that made me really think about how I approach a game with a stranger because it, like I have to watch how I react. Um, otherwise it's just, it's not a great experience. Anyway, uh, to bring us back to earth, uh, we <laughs> yeah, said right. last episode, uh, that we were saving it for episode 150, but we had such a huge response on our Patreon. Um, we have a Patreon. Everyone has a Patreon, uh, mob rules, uh, podcast. Um, it gets you into our discord, which has a roast us section, uh, where our, our listeners and quote unquote friends are actively <laughs> roasting us. Uh, there is so many roasts in there after two weeks that <laughs> we cannot wait until episode 150. Um, so we are going to have uh, Danny and I get roasted. Uh, my wonderful wife is going to come down and read some of these amazing things uh, right after this ad break, which uh, restored and back to its full glory just for one of our listeners who specifically requested it. Um, this uh, quote unquote amazing ad. Brought to you by Raise Energy. Yo, dog, what's up? It's the M to the A to the G O S. Here to surprise your boy, Jerry Annis. <laughs> he has no idea. We about to pimp his night. Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm 22 years old, and my night is a little worse for wear. It got handed down through several generations of my family. Uh, you see, we've been protecting the citizens of this world for gosh, centuries now. It's gonna get a lot harder to keep the village folks safe now, though we did not outdated the gun. I mean, I don't even have a carefree gun. It's it's tough. Worst of all, 
My father was very angry at my mother during the body ceremony, so she left him for a funeral. Those those emotions remain. <laughs> at my own bonding, I felt pretty confused by the feelings I was having, and to be honest with you, I can't look at my mother the same way again. We used to be close, but now that I has uh, ruined. Yo, it's your boy, the Megas. Imperial Might, is this real? Holy shit. Yo, 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 it's real, Jerry. Now give me your keys. We're going to pimp your night. Let's go to West Sector Customs. It's actually narrowly bonded to me. Let's bring West Sector Customs here. All right, yo. So, check it. Our boy Jerry here needs a fly night so he can keep on representing his family and protecting the small folk from Xenos invasion, all right? So, weapons, what you got, priest? So, what Jerry got here is a stock 33 Millennium Night Paladin with a broken heavy stubble and a battle can that battle cannot. What I'm going to do is drop the Reaper Chain Soul low to the ground so that when the small folks go cruising by, they know who's the boss. Nice. Then we're going to take the heavy stubble out and we're going to put in a holographic projector that constantly projects the image of his mom's in front of the night at all times to get your boy's rage up. All the better to smite the enemies of the Emperor with. Exactly. And as for the battle cannon, we got to modify it so instead of firing bullets, it's going to fire beats. 36,000 decibels of sick beats dropping out that speaker. Word. All right. What are we doing with that machine spirit IT guy? Uh, Jerry's night is slow to respond and hasn't had an update in years, so we're going to uh, do what we do best. Preach it. Uh, turn it off and then on again. Uh, should speed up the reaction time. All right, boy. Paint, what are we doing? Jerry's night represents the color of the house and family, and it's important that we respect the traditions and heritage. I asked Paint, what are we doing? Light green. Sounds tight, right? Let's get to work. Yo, Jerry, we've been working hard on your night, and he is ready, are you? So ready. We have an incoming orc invasion. I must protect my world. All right, here is the curtain, and here is your night. What have you done? What is the Reaper so low? Why are my hair's bleeding? Why is it green? Well, we out, yo. You officially been pent. Why is my mother 30 feet tall in front of me? You, we'll ask you for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. It's pretty good. Hey, man, that was a long, long ad break. Holy cow. Man. I forgot. So we've had listeners like, hey, can you play that Pimp Your Night ad? And I'm like, ad? Sure, yeah. So then I, I just started playing it. I'm like, oh, this is like three minutes long. We've just lost like every single one of our listeners. It's a good um, story, though. Two of them. It's good. It's pretty good. I think it's one you pull out every hundred or so episodes. <laughs> uh, so it's for for sure one that we do. Um, so we're gonna welcome uh, to this uh, frequent podcast uh, putter upper, uh, uh, my wife. Hi there. Here. So if you want to, you can move that up a little bit there. Hi. Perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, so we asked our Patreons uh, to roast us. Uh, Danny and I, famously, no cares in the world whatsoever. And also, we're pretty mean to people. Yeah, that's um, true. So so, so we deserve to be brought down and humbled, which apparently happens quite a lot. So we picked the person who wants to hurt me the most, which is my <laughs> wife. Um, Thank you, Amanda. To, to read 
to read to us uh, some of the wonderful things our Patreons have said. Uh, no names, uh, please. Apparently, this might affect people's professional um, uh, professional jobs or things, which makes me really happy and excited to see what we got. Uh, so must be fucking brutal then. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've not actually uh, pre-framed this with Amanda at all, uh, so all I've said is no names. And she's like, "How long do you want to keep going?" And I'm like, oh, we'll see how what happens." Uh, but yeah, why don't you hit us with some quality quality roasts? All right then. Um, first one, John's mom is such a famous slut that when she walks, her pussy claps. I mean, if we wanted to look at just an insult book that we picked up from like <laughs> I don't know. Like is, is um is Barnes and Noble still a company? I think it is. That's a C tier. Well done. C tier. It's important that you well that, done that yeah. you that you emphasize that this is John's mother. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> because your your mother famously tight. Yeah, of course. I have a comment about Danny's mom right here. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Here we go. Yeah. See, this is why. So, so 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 like Amanda has some great things about like making things go together <laughs> properly. So yeah. Um, Danny's mom is such a slut. She earned her for Bill Clinton. Oh, she in, she, she interned for Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is a topical joke wow. as well. Really relevant <laughs> in 2020. Pull this from well, 1994. I guess, I guess if that was like 26 years ago, that makes sense. <laughs> because, you know. But okay, that's, that's okay. Wait, I gotta. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what we got next? Danny's such a hot. Um, Danny has such hot takes that he was just sued by an old lady that spilled them in uh spilled them in her lap. I mean that's a compliment oh, more than that. Spicy. I appreciate that one there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's spicy. Uh, again, topical with that McDonald's lap reference right there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was moving the microphone a little closer. Closer there. See, this is what what um our listeners don't realize. Like they uh, we ask them to roast us. What they don't realize is we're roasting them. Was <laughs> <Right now. laughs> it Rorschach says in Watchmen? It was like you're not locked in here with. I'm not locked in here with you. <laughs> you're locked in with me. What else? What else we got? I got my sad trombone sound ready. John's Jank, uh, John's Jank Junction was his wife's idea after seeing his junk for his yearly birthday bash. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It's fair. It's, it's famously disappointing. And topical. <laughs> Got another one for you, John. Okay, another one for me. Wonderful. John secretly whispers yes, mistress. When he oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> So I think I've told you this story, hon. Um, when I was at LVO this year, um, before the world ended, one of my opponents, after like he failed a dice roll, he had a character that let him re-roll his dice, and he would re-roll it, and every time it succeeded, he would say, thank you, mistress. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, it was pretty um, pretty special. I, I like that, yeah, that connect, but I've complained about it on the podcast before, how about it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's, I think, why I was thrown in there. Can confirm that that's yeah. true, though. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it, like you came up to the table, and I'm just like, man, I'm really uncomfortable. Right oh now. no, that you say yes, mistress, or thank you, mistress, after rerolling dice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> picked fair. up a yeah, bad fair. Yeah, I started doing that. It it, it really works. It killed one of your doomsday. <laughs> oh, that was good. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. What else we got? Mobrels has more orcs than. Oh, wait. <laughs> Damn. Again, another common complaint. 
another common complaint about our podcast is we're called Mop Rules, yet we are not orc-focused. Uh, which I would push back. Where Dangly Boys, another podcast on our Rogue Trader Network, um, has an orc-focused, very good orc player. And they don't have an orc name. So we have to balance Isn't it out. Isn't there boys with a Z? Shut up. No. <laughs> No, hey, and I'll have you know that both perfect. John and I do have orc armies. We just don't play them right now. We do. You know how my wife knows that? Because it's in our crawl space and she continually asks what I'm doing with it. <laughs> Fair question. John, do you have an answer for that? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, let's see here. John's tournament finish. Uh, John's tournament finishes have gotten so much better so fast. It uh, it may be he uh, may be sucking dicks for wins. Ooh, fair. Yeah. You do get good sportsmanship fair, I mean, scores. To to be <laughs> fair, to be fair, like if you go first at a tournament, that's like what a hundred. I wouldn't know, Danny, but like a hundred and twenty dollars in store credit, hundred bucks. <laughs> it depends on how many people show up, John. Dude, it's like I'm, I'm not gay, but a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. <laughs> Scope is cheap. <laughs> Scope, yeah. F- find something. Br- I don't okay. feel the brutality of these, right, Danny? Yeah, quite. Yeah, these are all very true things that they're right. saying. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of truth here. There's Let's a truth here. here. Okay. I thought. Who, I mean, I- who better to make fun of me than, than my own family? <laughs> They know me best. Well, here's one. Uh, mob rules more disappointing than an unsalted pretzel. Oh, that is pretty disappointing. Oh, damn. That is. You take that fucking back. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> when a step too far. You can attack. You can attack our mothers. Our tournament bribery. Our dick sucking abilities. Our abilities of the game. <laughs> But you will not unsalt a pretzel in my presence. Well, I don't get this next one, okay. but maybe you could fill me in. Awesome. So Dan- <laughs> Danny is just a filler. We all know we are here for Fred content. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's that's, fair. Actually, that's just a yeah. harsh truth. It's a harsh truth. So, so, Danny, whenever we film the oh, Codex Dan- reviews, Dan- Danny's dog, yeah, Danny's okay, dog gotcha. is always snoring in the background to the point. <laughs> Where half of the comments aren't asking us about, you know, the the book or anything that happens in there. Uh, they're being like, why is there someone sleeping in the background of your video? And you're like, oh, no, that's a dog. Oh, I think Danny's trying to. There you go. <laughs> Danny's moving the microphone to, to film his dog. <laughs> okay. No, now I got it. All okay. right. Um, Danny's fans only account has one sub and it's mom. Aww. Oh. Yeah, Danny's only a fan's account only has one sub, and it's your mom. Wait, whose mom? Your mom. Oh. Your, your mom <laughs> loves you so much, she supports your porn career, which I think is sweet. <laughs> hey, who says it's porn? It's just tasteful photographs. <laughs> I got to say, video. I have thought about jokingly setting up like a Mob Rules OnlyFans <laughs> and posting our podcast there. Like if Belle I didn't Duffy. think it would like fuck up our review product. But let me tell you, as soon as, like, if ever GW's like, we're not sending you stuff anymore, I'm like, well, I'm setting up an OnlyFans then, and they'll be like, stop contacting us. <laughs> we sent you that cease and desist letter, like, three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where we go? Uh, oh, man, she's a harsh critic. <laughs> I like this. Um, 
Well, here's one. Uh, John's painted models get replaced by beer cozies at events for by tos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hella good. Where this comes, that's really good. I'm gonna ask you later who said that. Um, but actually, wait, wait a second here. <laughs> okay, that's really good. I, I saw the name. That that's impressive. <laughs> um, so what happened was there was a tournament where a guy came from another state and left like half of his army at home. So the TO let him use beer cozies instead of the models. Oh, okay. So what they're saying is, TOs look at my army and they're so bad that they would rather have beer cozies out there. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> that's <fair>. Damn, dude. <laughs> Hold on. She's not just reading the roast. She's roasting you right now. This is what I get for like, asking her to stay up past 9 p.m. <laughs> She's a busy lady, John. She's got to support your hoarder lifestyle. Hell yeah, choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Um, let's see. Okay. When all intelligent life on Earth has died, John and Danny will still be making Mob Rules podcast. I mean, that's fair. We are, we're, we're very regular. Um, give it, I mean... We don't have quality uh, inside information, um, listeners, but we do release every two weeks. <laughs> right on schedule. Um, I think there has been once in the last five years we haven't released yeah. every two weeks. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty regular. It's more regular like than my, my bowels. bowel movements. Yeah, I was going to make the same oh, joke. I was going to say, like, my bowels are regular. <laughs> Uh, but I like the different directions we took it in there. Well, it's nice to see you guys have a like a very consistent like um, schedule and everything because the next comment is <laughs> Mob Rules, that um, the show that has ran so long that their third member died. <laughs> oh, 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 Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so very nice that you guys are very consistent <laughs> regardless of how many members. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh man, that that's that that's of course referring to um Dave, who we used to joke was very old when he was only like two years older than us or something like that. Um he, he took a break and stepped away from the podcast. Uh but yeah, obviously the joke is he's dead. Uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> great oh, great man, stuff. That's fantastic. That 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 was fantastic. I was, I was a large fan of that one. What else we got? Um, the only thing Mob Rules is missing is an ad for Raid Shadow um, Legends, <laughs> one of the biggest, most ambitious uh, model games of 2020. <laughs> I don't get that one, so, so I'm just going to let you. So what that's referring to is the fact that if you have a YouTube channel, you have a Raid Shadow Legends ad before your show, before any video. Okay. And then if you have any quality of video games posted... Like, I'm surprised our, our 11-year-old hasn't got, like, a Raid Shadow Legends deal. They pay people to play the game. Oh, okay. Well, the next comment is Mob Rules. Not popular enough for <laughs> like, so that's nice. <laughs> oh, I like how man, some of these, like... Uh, or they, like, feed on each other there. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, and excuse me, we're sponsored by a national energy <laughs> drink company now. Oh, you are? Oh. Yeah, where's your Use code SELLOUT <laughs> to get 15% off when you check out at at what at Ray's Energy Drinks. R, yeah, R-E-P-P-Sports.com, promo code SELLOUT, so we can buy in to a better Rep computer. Rep P Sports. Uh, anyway, Rep, Rep P Sports, <laughs> that's, our new, that's our new correspondent. 
<laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did someone say race? <laughs> What's next? Uh, mob rules, um, quotation marks. We did not uh, did a bad thing like Mel Gibson, but we aren't sure enough. Uh, had time has passed to accept be, to be accepted back into mainstream oh, society. Wow. A podcast. It's, uh, are we anti <laughs> Famously anti Semitic. Yeah, <laughs> famously. <apparently. laughs> famously. Like, what are you known for? like what are you known for a frequent like release schedule that we follow and yeah, <laughs> oh it's all the holocaust denial ads you keep making john <laughs> <laughs> did someone say denial <laughs> um it did happen yeah, absolutely please 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 don't, please, don't, please don't take raise, our laughing yeah please as... raise energy drinks we Sorry. love you yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I added yeah, the air me, horn back in. I'm glad you remembered what button it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's the pictures in front of me here. It's not like I'm going to screw up all of a sudden and just. Oh, no. Um, next. Uh, Marlboro's makes you. Uh, Marlboro's um, makes sense once you realize John currently has his mortgage on a 10 year bet to see if by, if by 2024. He can have more disappointed fans in his life than disappointed. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so John laughed so mic. hard. My microphone, <laughs> that like literal know. mic drop I on that one. Holy shit! Yeah. Moment, John did it for you <laughs> because you did that shit. Truly, my desk is covered. That's a big F. That's good. I like that one. That was that was original and and very hurtful. But that, that's what we asked for. Well, what's next? Maybe some Danny's. No, that's cool. We're know. good with this. I think they have a lot of hate for you or love for you. <laughs> There's um, a lot of love for me, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm glad I'm getting my five month, uh, my five dollars a month out of this in, uh, just by insulting <laughs> this podcast. That's fair. Uh, though our Patreon low is yeah. $1 a month. We're spending $4. I have to say, patreon.com forward slash mob rules uh, for lifetime access to our Discord where you <laughs> can insult us. Um, please continue. Maybe one about Danny while I grab a paper towel for unrelated reasons. <laughs> All right, Amanda, what do you got? All right. So, um, the, uh, mob rules. We moved to drinking White Claw because Zima was too much of an edge at. <laughs> it's true it's true i just i gotta get rid of the shakes so it's it's easier for me to just drink white claw <laughs> jokes on them we record on a wednesday got him haha <laughs> a little behind the scenes action got him all right so some of these have a lot of photos and stuff. I'm looking there's to see. photographs wait there's photos <laughs> yeah there's some there, there's, there's some photos and i'm just like don't know how to describe did they expect me to make just, a video out of this and edit in photos? Oh, of them I don't know. Dude, we got to get apart? this on gr on the green screen, John. They just... <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Man, COVID's got to sort itself out up here so we can record that. Maybe I'll just do like a plexiglass shower curtain or some shit like that between the tables. I just figured it was somebody who like took a picture of their shit and then wrote mob rules on, a, on the banner over it. <laughs> I mean, on a scale of like <laughs> true to false, how, how accurate no. is that? Any? 
No, so there is Elmo with a Marlboro sticker and Cookie Monster with a Marlboro sticker holding the Necron Codex, and it says, behind the scenes, Necron, Necron Codex oh, review by the accurate. Rules. Yes. Because <laughs> they're I'm calling us sure. a couple of fucking Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's a British colloquialism. I can only take maybe four minutes and fourteen seconds more of these. Oh, I okay. I only have All a right. couple more, I believe. Yep. Well, stretch that shit out. Come on now. <laughs> like I can, apparently, according Let to just the gross. Like um Marbles, the only podcast to ever um place eighty seventh <laughs> in an RTT. Eighty seventh? Wow. That's a big RTT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. I'm happy we can be a part of such a groundbreaking <laughs> RTT experience. Could you imagine? Okay, so real talk: an eighty-seven person RTT. How pissed are you that you go three? And oh man, you better God! Because <laughs> for every eight people, there's going to be one three and O person. Right. So there's ten three and O people. So you don't even make top ten. Say, because uh, you better be getting hundreds. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, mob rules where you can listen to people so incompetent at list design that you wonder if they are suffering from brain damage <laughs> due to lack of oxygen, due to how long and hard they deep throated a multi billion dollar corporation's cock. Wow. I mean, I'm very pro games workshop and I'm very bad at list design. Same. Well, well, you have yeah. another comment here about list design. Oh, okay. Um, you Perfect. guys, you guys throw shit at your wall list uh, to decide which format oh. you try to use next. I'm, how did yeah, you that, know? That's fair. Yeah. Were you listening to our planning <laughs> meetings? So I mean, <laughs> to be fair, like my my list design is usually, and Danny can attest to this. I find one model I really like, and then just field all of it. Like that's that the like. Like bloodthirsters, sure. I really like bloodthirsters. So, like, I think the first thing I said to Danny is like, "How do I run nine of them?" And you're like, "You can't." I'm like, "Well, how do I run seven of them?" And you're like, "Do this, <laughs> but it sucks." And I'm like, "That's fine." And then we roll dice, and I'm like, "I'm not going to run seven of them. That sucks." Because you saw, you saw what happens. Oh right. uh, yeah, get on the jank train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so some whistling um you <laughs> you would think that with such purse lips um from kissing G, uh, gw's ass they wouldn't have had the outsource to um the outsource to the whistling co um, co um commercial whoa <laughs> whoa so the whistling commercial and we're gonna play it right after this just, just thank you say a fuck you um is our most divisive commercial that we have like because you know like you've seen me make a ton of these like stupid little fake ads and things like that right people either love the whistling commercial or they hate the whistling commercial there's like zero in you? between uh, i hate it <laughs> like i can't know i it's it's super cool and it's um peter from uh podcast i don't think they make content anymore but uh, ngc 40k if you go back and listen to their stuff they have some amazing narrative things that they do um he made that for us when it was me, Ted, and Phil, because he kind of enjoyed what we were doing. And it was like a chance for him to go a while. So we're like, yeah, that's fine, and we'll do it. And like, it's one of the few that I play to like this day, just because I really enjoy like that style of commercial where it's like you know you'd watch the TV and it would be like buy this album, and you'd have all the song titles go up over the screen, and you would hear like the little bits of every song. But it's just the whistling it's part so of the songs. And it's like the actual whistling parts from uh, from the songs, and it's really well done. Like, 
he has like a YouTube channel for NGC 40K where it's um, the only video on there is Frozen Heresy, where he takes the songs from Frozen and fits them into like the 30K Horse Heresy. And it's like one of my favorite things. Like we got a, a copyright knock for, for posting like one of the songs last year because <laughs> a karaoke company uh, copyright infringed us for it. Really? Um, but it, it's just it's super great. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was yeah. They were like, yeah, you can't you can't uh, monetize this because this is our karaoke version of a Disney song that someone sang about Horace Lupercal. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna take it down though. All right, so it looks like we have one more. All right, so John, don't worry. The first 40 years <laughs> of childhood are always the hardest. Mob, mob rules. So full of shit, the toilet's jealous. John and Danny, FYI, I'm not insulting you. I'm just describing you. Right, so quick vote right here, right? So we are like a two-person committee right now because uh, there's only two okay. hosts. Um, so full of shit, the toilet is jealous is too good a tagline to ignore. Uh, and I think we should start using that frequently. It's very process. accurate. It's very accurate. Uh, those are some amazing roasts. Uh, do you want to throw shade our way? Uh, because we'll throw shade <laughs> back. Um, you can join the discussion on our private Mob Rules Discord that's available for Patreon members. Throw us a dollar, then instantly leave and spend your money on something else better. But it'll get you access to our uh, our Discord and let you join in and Forever. throw in the insults. Uh, Danny and I have forever. Yeah, we don't kick you out. That's so much management. I can barely even edit this thing. Holy cow. Um, but yeah, uh, my, my wonderful wife, Amanda, thank you so much for reading those uh, things that are only a third as hurtful <laughs> as the things that you usually say to me on a daily basis. I have new material now, so I'm good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she, has, she has new material that demeans me in a way that my escape from her. Uh, <laughs> So there, there's now, there's now no escape. It's uh, now part yeah, of your it's, hobby it's too. Super good times. We're gonna take a break. It, it sure is. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions. Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he Could demonstrates his newly more? mastered technique of inward whistling. Okay, but if I do, I have like a favorite Order yours today so. on compact disc yeah, or double-length cassette. What's up? Also oh, available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. It's so man, classic. it's a classic. It's it's the so classic man. Those were so good. Um, and again, uh, thank you to to my wife who who came with very little encouragement <laughs> to read these. Mean she did a great me. job. And then leaves just one drink over here for me after. Oh, okay. So no, she took me an open one. Away, so I can't be mad anymore, like whatsoever. Um, and again, please 
continue talking shit about oh, it us. It, it fuels us. Um, after after you you know you know go one and two in RTTs for like three years, there, and take eighty really seventh place. That I don't already know. Eighty seventh place in a thirteen person RTT. That's that's just that's, that's me. That's what I do. Um, so moving on, let's do a little bit of this. We're doing this as a 40KMZ theme. It's our 40KMZ. It's our little gossip zine for the tournament scene, um, which doesn't really exist anymore. Uh, That's okay. Uh, We're talking about the the happenings and the the rumor mill from the 40K tournament scene coming out. And a lot of stuff happened over the past couple weeks. Um, And honestly, a lot of stuff I'm not going to talk about because... Um, October, Mental Health Awareness Month, and I think there's some things that happen that are very well known um, that drawing attention to them any further isn't helpful for anyone involved. Um, and then if you have a loved one that suffers from mental health uh, illnesses or issues, just reach out, say hi, all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I want to really kind of refocus on is uh, like handling drama. And this kind of goes back into mm-hmm. what we were talking about earlier about our game, Danny is and i put here remembering there's a person it's behind true. every asshole it's true so like uh 40k is just a very cool uniquely two-player experience uh regardless what a lot of uh competitive players will say where you know it's like it's all about them winning and them and them it's it's a bad experience and a bad time if you don't make it a two-player experience or a two-person experience um because at the end of the day it's you're spending three hours at the table. You're either going to spend it by yourself yep. or, or with another person. What's going to run you into trouble is making assumptions about that person. Um, we've seen in tournaments uh, where people haven't been the best versions of themselves um, recently. And it's sort of in a way giving people permission to, to do that, I guess. I'm rambling. A no, little no, bit I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, taking things at face value, like not everybody is having the best day. Um, and uh, making sure that, like giving your opponent the benefit of the doubt, at least somewhat, I think is really important. Yeah. Um, I think also we're in a world of, and man, God, I hate this term. It's the, it's the worst thing in the world, but the Ugh. 40K celebrity. It's the worst. Um, but there is a lot of known players, I, I think is a way better term. Um, there's a lot of known known players out there. So whether it's like the Art of War guys or the Art of War done under guys. Um, oh, man. Or, or even like, you know, people who work for company, like work for GW or like work for companies like associated in that bubble. If you look at the bubble of GW, if it's like stores, like material makers, like paint makers, like like green stuff industries is like sure. technically GW adjacent. Um, right. You have to remember these people are human. Uh, and you may have an image or an idea of who those people are. Uh, based on your experiences with them. And your experiences may be limited to what you say. So say for a great example, we like chat for Master Valric, right? He has like his great YouTube channel he does where he kind of does his daily 40K news. Sure. Or we joke a lot about spiky bits, right? And we have a lot of uh, uh, assumptions and preconceived notions about uh, Rob Bear from that. 
and like it, it plays very heavily into our jokes but i don't think it's fair for us to kind of make assumptions about who he is as a person oh for sure weird caricature that we make um so so realizing as we get into this age of you know 40k celebrity um that when you meet these people and, and yeah. you will because it's a real small community um treat it like any other game like and it just we, we've had things like sound like we started in 40 kmz like what like four weeks ago like six weeks like two or three episodes ago um and we we do get these great news bits sent to us and like little like scandalous clips um but also coming from a place where like yeah danny and i have like super thick skin like we're not necessarily like super hurt or offended by things that are coming out or, or being told to like, us like you know like we're you know sexually deficient we're like all students i mean at least not from kind of like the 40k community but, those come from you know inside our own homes right that just yeah those come from our wives um and sometimes <laughs> our dogs which is more surprising um like when my dog just goes and sleeps <laughs> on the back because like yeah, nothing else has happened here dick um but kind of realizing that these people are human uh, and have uh, feelings and, and and their personality necessarily like I don't think the the personality is presented on people's podcasts or YouTube channels is necessarily who that person is in real life. So if you say like watch Falric stuff every day and maybe approach him in like real life and you don't get that same kind of experience, then maybe that's yep. not who that person is. Just like exactly if you see someone at a tournament and they like are are body slamming people and yelling and screaming. I mean, that maybe isn't their best day. And being understanding and supportive of that is like the super Agreed. important thing to have. Man, usually 40, 40K yeah, and Z is us just making fun of people. But I feel like this month especially, uh, I'm, I'm a big proponent of mental health uh, and kind of being a, a, a huge deal and, and something that needs to be respected and, and protected and, and helped as much as possible. So if I could just, you know, take this like, five minutes that we we're talking about it to just say like hey just realize that everyone is a person and just because someone is a personality or a um, known player which is our now our go-to term for celebrities um is, is that they deserve to be treated kind of like yeah, a stranger it, as weird as that is no no and, I, and known, I was gonna say like sorry go on, yeah and everybody's dealing with their own personal brand of shit that they're going through at any one given time right um like well, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I've gone through stuff like before, uh, like, and everybody is. And so it may not be everybody's best day every single day, like, like you said. And so it's important to give people the benefit of the doubt most of the time. For sure. For sure. And then if you are a 40K known player, um, I think just being understanding of that and, and being understanding of the of the reach you have and the influence you have for sure is like a super important thing too um luckily luckily for danny no. and i we are uh we are not known whatsoever <laughs> outside of the for people sure. who listen to us uh and we appreciate we appreciate that third guy fuck you yeah, so we really appreciate that um we're gonna take <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> just kidding fuck you. you know who you are <laughs> you know what you did <laughs> which one though who knows um we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back with some actual tactical advice um based on my behest and my terrible ability at it um i've asked danny to kind of do a run through of one or two of the secondary objectives uh where they're super helpful and kind of when to take them and all that other kind of fun stuff and really helping you raise 
your game uh, and and raise your your level of skill. Uh, <laughs> promo code sellout um, for ninth edition in total. And Danny will be happy to know. Great, thank you. you. About I'll be right. Yeah, thanks, John. This, so great times. You're listening to 40k Crap Center on the Rogue Trader Network, I guess, with your host Eagle. This is the Eagle, the better American version of a Falcon, with 40k Crap Center. This week, we're bringing you the finest in gut feelings, opinions with no factual basis, and incredibly well-volumed ads for businesses slightly affiliated with this podcast. Our first interview today is with Maeve Meaton and his tournament-losing Pure Sisters of Silence. Hey, it's great to be here, Lav. Thanks for, thanks for coming on today, Maeve. Tell us about your tournament. All right, so I went into this tournament with the Pure Sisters of Silence, Go which on. I thought would be absolutely perfect against no. Grey Knights, which, as we all know, are reigning absolutely supreme in the wake of the Iron Hands drop-off. But for some reason, I went 0-3 in my RTT. Well, what happened? Well, I think it was a, a factor of my uh, opponents never failing armor saves or me placing my models wrong or possibly even uh, bad secondary choices on my part. I don't know. I, I usually win every event with uh, pure sisters. Man, that sounds like a lot of opinions. Uh, Why don't you? Opinions, it's facts. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Well, you know, I heard a rumor that you didn't sleep at all the night before the event. That seems like good tournament practice. How come not you didn't did win? I not I, well, not only did I not sleep, Lav, but I also did not drink any liquids or eat anything during the game. I went the whole tournament just like I always do. And last year, I took second at OVL. <coughs> wow. You know, those the all... smallest <laughs> event in 40K history. Those all seem like really great... And those seem like really great practices, and they feel like the right choices to me. You know, thanks for that, Maeve. Let's hit that lump. Oh, man, I forgot that I had, like, a super hard cutoff at the end there. Man, this is the day of, like, really old, super long ads. Like, so like I said, our, our, our Patreon Discord, they're like, do you have this ad? Do you have this ad? And I thought I deleted them all by accident. <laughs> or, like, I had some fuck up from the, the box. Uh, but no, no, apparently, like, in my main computer that we're using now, they're, they're all just sitting ready to bore everyone with. Uh, so so thanks for 40K Crab Center, which was, like, our takeoff, which hopefully we'll have uh, the Falcon on sometime soon to defend his sexy title. I think I think the plan is right now, anyway, you guys don't know this because I'm just kind of spitballing, um, to have uh, the Falcon and Danny both complete a <laughs> Cosmopolitan Are You Sexy quiz. Uh, and then I will decide. Via oh man, that he's going he's fucking down. I don't even remember recording that at all. <laughs> that ad, I don't remember recording that at all. I was like, <laughs> no, "What no. is this?" So, so I've started uploading to to the the Patreon, which I'm talking about way too much. Don't give us money, stupid. Um, but I've started uploading like the old episodes because apparently, like some of the podcast programs, like they only do like a hundred or so, and we're like one forty six now. And I'm trying to write down like my memory of the episodes, like as as I'm uploading them, and like there's some like, well, shit, I don't remember anything about this. Man. We talked about one now. <laughs> like Nate was on this. I think oh, Danny, yeah, you were on episode five. Like that was like, wait, really? It was that early? Yeah, yeah, it was a super early one. Man, I don't listen to them. Like, why would anyone listen to this? 
but anyway, on a more positive note, uh, Danny, you're going to talk to us about some stuff here. Give me, uh, give me a second. I got this on the front list. Danny's big boss secondaries, I guess. Cause but it's with a C. Compost. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, yeah, Danny, you are going to help me Great. frustrate you more at this point, I think, is what Why I'm generally am I asking this? for. <laughs> um, uh, to to kind of help with secondaries. Uh, uh, <laughs> keep that oh, yeah. review product coming, baby. Um, so, yeah, so, like, secondaries, like, are such a huge part, part of 40K um, now more than ever. I mean, before when we were playing mainly like 8th edition ITC and we had kind of our, our standard secondaries we would choose there, um, they were pretty, at the end, pretty easy to get. Uh, there wasn't really a challenge to a lot of them. You didn't have to super consider them with list building or when what you were playing against. It was pretty obvious what you were going to take. Uh, the GT packet that came out with 9th edition is completely turning that mm-hmm. on its head. Um, and secondaries are such a huge part of the game that your 8th edition army that rocked face and as Maeve Meaton told us, um, you know, won their local RTT like every time, just don't work anymore because the game is completely different and a lot of it is due to the way these secondaries are laid out. Uh, so Danny, what secondary are you going to help me with today? Um, bearing in mind uh, Mass Horde core. Okay, units. so do you want me to give it from perspective of just that army? I mean, it would it would be funnier as a joke if you. Did All right. So instead of really talking about really John's army in particular, because who gives a shit? Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the battlefield supremacy secondaries, um, and specifically. So we'll start with battlefield okay. supremacy, um, and then we'll move on and talk about uh, other. Well, we'll we'll do battlefield supremacy, and we'll do one. We're going to talk about uh, uh, domination. Uh, and then uh, every episode, we're going to okay. try and cover a different Thank secondary, you, um, which I think is really cool. Um, so let's talk about domination. So <clears throat> before I talk about domination, I do want to talk about like the the most heavily taken battlefield supremacy secondary, uh, which is engagement all fronts. And we'll have like it's we'll have our own special talk about engagement all fronts later on, but. Sure. I mean, I know for me, like every right. game I've played, I've um, taken that one. Which either is or isn't a mistake, right? I mean, uh, in the game... <laughs> for, for me, for sure. In the yeah. game against me, John, I think that it wasn't a mistake because I think it was the one that you scored the most points on. Um, so... No, for sure. And like, no, if you're going to play an aggressive army, it's a great... It's, it's a pretty good one. Uh, but Domination is another one that's pretty interesting. Um, so domination is a secondary. It's a progressive objective. Um, and it says score three victory points. If you control more than half of the total number of objective markers on the battlefield at the end of your turn. So the first thing that you want to look at that is how many victory points you score every turn that you are able to get this. So you get this at the end of your turn and you get three victory points. So potentially in a five turn game, you could get all 15 points out of this objective because not every single secondary objective you can get a full 15 points out of. So the first thing you have to consider when you're considering whether or not you want to take this is can your army control more than half of the objectives at the end of your turn? It doesn't matter if you hold on to them until the next turn. 
What matters the most is that you is that you are on them on the turn that you at the end of your turn. Obviously, this secondary is much better in missions where you have an odd number of of objectives because you to control more than half, which is usually like five or 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 uh, uh, five or three. Um, if to control more than half is a lot easier than controlling three out of four or four out of six. Like those are very difficult. That's a very difficult thing to achieve. Um, and in those missions, like the objective markers are pretty spread out. So you have to make sure that you have enough units that you can actually do that. So armies that typically can score this kind of secondary objective are going to be armies that have a lot of speed and a lot of units because you're going to have to get across the board and get onto these objectives by the end of your turn. So armies that can move twice potentially, or armies that are otherwise very fast, like Eldar, um, potentially like Tyranids, Chaos, that kind of stuff, because they get those move twice abilities, uh, super valuable for them. Or like uh, White Scars are a good example of another army for Space Marines that's very good, or an army that has a lot of impulsors or transports, um, because they can get on those objectives uh, fairly quickly, especially with a good advance roll. Um, armies that aren't going to want to take this are armies that are a little bit more defensive. Um, so armies like, uh, like Imperial Guard might have a kind of a hard time with this one, especially if there's a lot of objectives on the table. Um, like they can get one unit pretty far with move, 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 because that lets you move like roughly 20 inches with a guard unit, which is pretty good uh, on average. Um, uh, but otherwise <clears throat> that may not be the best choice for, that may not be the best choice. The other thing to think about is how many turns you think you can score this. If your opponent's army is incredibly ab aggressive, an aggressive army, like they're going to be fighting for the objectives or they're a close combat army that's going to be pushing for your units to dice up and control objectives. This might not be a good one for you to take. Like if I'm good for, for example, I'm probably never going to take this objective against John's Bloodletter Horde. That's a bad move. Well, I think sort of like just the way you're talking, my armies in general, because knowing my play style and the way I construct armies, most of the stuff I do is very aggressive. Where maybe, yeah, by the time you like kill a bunch of my units down, you're going to score maybe six points, like the, like the mm -hmm. like third and fourth, fifth turns maybe max. But like if you are like I said, if you're going up against something very aggressive, then you're not going to score that. Or maybe even like, how do you feel against because there's a lot of the stuff out there now where it maxes like everything's objective secure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's something to consider. Like, stuff. can you take the objective from your opponent? That's something that's really important, too. Um, like if your opponent is on an objective, can you shoot them off so you can take it? Like that's that's critical. And remember, if they're obsec, you have to kill every single unit unless every single model in their unit unless you're also obsec. Um, so that's something to think about. Now, the advantages to this, like this is, I wouldn't say this is like a super easy objective to do, like because I don't think you know a lot of people don't take this. But the nice thing about it is that it rewards you twice because not only does it reward you at the end of your turn. But at the start of your turn, because you're pushing for objectives so hard, oftentimes you're going to be scoring better on primary as well. Um, so this kind of is like you can kill two birds with one stone if you're pushing hard for primary and you also want to try and get a secondary points to kind of accomplish the same goal, if that makes sense. So what, 
So what are some armies that really like shine? I think armies that can put models or uh, uh, units on objectives pretty quickly, like uh, and especially if they're throwaway units, right? Like, uh, I think guard probably have a pretty good chance with all those infantry squads to get this on turns two, three, four, and five, but probably not on turn one, so they can get twelve points out of it, which is pretty good. Other armies that are like MSU style armies, I think, are pretty good at this one. Uh, especially if they're fast, so like Dark Eldar, Eldar, Harlequins, all pretty good at this. Pretty good at this. Uh, pretty good at this one. Uh, so, like, what I'm hearing is, it doesn't matter necessarily much about survival, exactly. right? Because it's scored yep. at the end of your turn. It's about getting there, right? So, so things like the Aldari, which are very fragile and are going to be countered very quickly on your opponent's turn. You at least have a way of kind of maxing out that one. Uh, another thing I hear you saying is like it maxes out at 15. You're not going to score it maybe turn one or two. I think an important thing to look at as well is how many objectives or secondary objectives right. are you scoring 15 points on? Because it's, it's hard really to get 15 points many. out of objectives. Like even engage on all fronts, which is the one that people take the most, is very difficult to get 15 points on unless you're really paying attention to it. And you may be putting units in vulnerable positions just to try and score that secondary, and they're not trying to get you the primary. However, this one is a threat for both of those reasons. And so it may be a, it may be a better choice in your case to, to so, because like, remember, with engagement all fronts, you can't straddle, uh, you know, table uh, quarters. So in with domination, you can be partially in one, partially in another. It doesn't matter as long as you are control the objective. That's all that matters. So you don't have to push up quite as far. What does what does this secondary pair really well with? Because we know, like I said, we're trying to get as much reward as possible for as little thing. Like we want a lot of recursion in our point scoring. So what's something that like really pairs well with domination? So when I'm building a list, like I know that these are kind of some really good. Um, like as far as unit choices or like other secondaries? A second, secondary, others, other secondaries. Cause like when you're talking like, yeah, if you're pushing hard for domination, you're probably earning points on, on primary too. Mm -hmm. um, if you're pushing hard for our domination, is there any I mean, you could take an action secondary potentially, that? and that might be a good idea to where you can like land on an objective and raise the banner on it. Um, yeah, because remember that you don't have to keep control of that objective to have the banner. The enemy just can't take that objective, right? So you could potentially score double points that way. Yeah. Um, uh, if there's an objective in the center, potentially investigate sites might be not bad, but then your unit has to survive and that's probably not going to happen unless you have a really tough unit or like an untargetable unit. <laughs> sure. Um, deploy scramblers might be a good choice because you're kind of going to, you're, you're going to kind of be in the midfield a lot. So you may be able to score that. And if you can take one of your opponent's objectives, mm -hmm. then you can also deploy scramblers there at the same time. But otherwise this one doesn't really synergize with other secondary objectives very well. It more synergizes with primary. So this is kind of one that uh, will help you win primary, which is going to win you the game. But also, it'll it'll put you ahead in, in potentially in secondary points as well. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think domination is like a great one to choose, and I think we've said before, like secondaries are something you need to be looking at pre-list construction and mm -hmm. kind of figuring out which secondaries are your play style and kind of what you want to do. 
uh, and then building your list from there. Um, love your insights, Danny. Can't wait to like hear <laughs> things that actually relate to me so I can like frustrate you, beat you. All that I mean, I think this one it does relate to your blood letter horde. I think your blood letter horde actually does pretty well at this one, to be honest. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I think it does. I just, I want it to be self-depreciating. It's the humility the I have that kind of guards my awesomeness. The what? Coming through quite so much. The humility. <laughs> makes, <laughs> I don't know what that is either. We'll, we'll be right back. If you like cookies but want something more British, buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits, as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. Thanks, Gav. Uh, famed Black Library author and GW alumni. What a uh, great guy. Gav Thorpe providing us that wonderful commercial. That was back when, and I think we'll, we're going to go back to this, Danny, as, as we move forward and, and kind of utilize our remote setup a little bit more um, of asking be awesome. to record random adverts for us, which is what we did back in the day, which is how we got that wonderful Gav Thorpe ad. Uh, last fall, by the way, very enjoyable. I'm very much. I just I'm started all done with Siege of Terror, though. I'm uh, very sad. I'm, I'm lost in the of... damned. Yesterday. So, everyone raves about Saturnine. Saturnine is cool. great. Lost in the Damned is my favorite by far, but I think I have a a much, a much more chaos lean or, or heretic lean for for what I want to see. And for me, Lost in the Damned is Abaddon's book. Um, where some super cool stuff happens in uh, in Saturn Nine, and like there's some stuff in there that make me like want to pull my imperial fists out and dust them off. Um, but if, like the whole book is basically like a dick measuring contest between Perturabo and Dorn. Like that—that's <laughs> what it goes down to. And while like Perturabo's yelling about how big his dick is, Dorn's just like silently chuckling and <laughs> unrolling his like monster dong. Wait, it's that. Isn't it just That's like a solid four inches? Summary of Saturnine. No, dude. Like Dorn really? is like uncomfortably long, but he doesn't he doesn't mention it at all. Yeah, it's just okay. real big dick energy like the whole way through. And they're like, there's a there's a couple times, and then you go beast arises in my in, in my in my story, and I don't like that as much. And I feel. Um, he's only there because of the Beast Arises series. And I get it. Like I run a like we run a business technically, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, buy buy yourself some rays and just kind of, you know, promo code sellout. Like we, we like I get it. You want to draw eyes to your other series. You're like, oh, where can I learn more about Maximus Thane? Um But the way he's presented in um in Saturnine is is like the wide eyed sort of like new recruit kind of person like oh mr dorn what are we gonna do here said i don't Maximus even know who that is Thane, and i'm like oh fuck you oh, yeah that could have been i read the even. first one yeah read the beast i mean beast arises yeah it, it has its faults for sure um i it's it's like a pulp fiction novel series for me right so it's is it the highest quality caliber like i mean saturnine's great lost of the down is great um beast arises was like a great filler for me it had Orcs presented as a force of nature rather than actual characters, which is what they are to me. Like, they're not little cockney, like, ha, 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 is a, let's go, lads, let's beat him up. Wow. Like, that's the worst orc thing. They should be like a coming storm that just wrecks everything and just no one knows why. 
they did the org characterization really well. That's they too did bad. Death Watch dirty, like hard. Well, I mean, what's wow. important, oh, yeah. and I think that maybe we can leave off on this, right? Um, is that much like Perturabo did to Terra, you can raise your thirst with raise energy drinks. <laughs> Wait, I got something for this. <laughs> raise. <laughs> our Rep P Sports. Um, our, our local anchor for tournament play uh, recommends it. Um, yeah. Get, get your get your raise energy uh now that they've stopped listening because it's too far into the podcast let's like the actual the actual reviews we have from a listener who who wonderfully enough bought raise energy um <laughs> oh, this Jesus tastes like Christ. what dog piss smells like one star oh man i think this just gave me cancer <laughs> oh, yep that's no. a lump wasn't there a minute ago Uh, uh, and then let me see here. Um, this. Oh, oh, so he said this tastes like unshowered nerd. Well, like so, part of part of my job. I'm a hype person. I can hype stuff up pretty well. So when I'm told this, uh, like, hey, this smells like unshowered nerd. I'm just like, <laughs> so it's really helping you experience that tournament feel at the time. Just like going down play. to the game store. Yeah, and he's like, this tastes like the sweat from Ooh, Danny that's a lot of sweat. after an Iron Man GT, to which I reply. To which, I reply, <laughs> which is what we so used in like the uh, in previously, yeah. Which, which is what we used at the start there, which is which is a good thing there. Uh, <laughs> but expect, like, when we can record, like, video again, expect, like, so many stupid raised things, like, expect so many air horns. Hell yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go hard on the MLG aspect of this because it's just it's so dumb. It like and honestly, if you want absolutely us to, live, if you want we us will. to talk about your product, we will. Like it might it might not be the nicest at times, but we've had multiple people now reach out and we don't understand it because we're not entertaining. Um thank you for the the, the forty people who think we are, but like yeah, generally, uh, we, we appreciate every single one of you. Um, solid <laughs> Solid. Good. Love it. Uh, Denny, uh, this Saturday, God willing, if we get the package in time, uh, check out our YouTube channel. We'll be talking yep. about the Death Watch supplement that's coming out. We'll be talking about the Space Wolf supplement that's coming out. And then I, we'll have a half-assed kind of review of the, the Forge World that. book that's coming out because uh, we're now a day late from... We're about a day late from when we usually get books. And we're trying to figure out when it's <laughs> You'll get an incredibly in-depth in and thorough analysis um, in the one day the that curve. we have before we record. <laughs> exactly. So in-depth. Um, but I think the thing I'm thinking, like, and we were talking about this, that what I'm looking forward to the most is, one, the Forge World book. Because for me personally, like, as, as a Death Guard player, like, before I kind of, like, drop into corn is... From what we've seen from the fact that there's a separate entry for a Death Guard Greater Blight drone, we're going to find out how disgustingly <laughs> resilient it's going to work in the new book. Uh, much like how with the Crusade supplement, we found out early how uh, quantum shielding is going to work. Uh, the Forge World book is going to have a ton of stuff hidden in there. 
And Danny and I have a pretty good eye for kind of spotting weird things like that. So I'm super excited to kind of go through that and kind of figure it out. We're super excited for the Death Watch book. Uh, the Space Wolf book is going to be a blast, I'm sure, for you furries out there who like Space Wolves. Um, you thick <laughs> raider people. I, I have I a Space Wolf Does anyone actually play Space Wolves? Yeah. True. Somewhere. Also true. You don't play, though, because you have better armies. Yeah, it's, it's fair. <laughs> also true. Um, yeah, that's so check out our YouTube channel. We'll have some stuff up over the weekend uh, to, to, to really show yep. that stuff off. And then we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, regularly, as as I often told my wife uh, earlier, that that's our one fl- our one benefit yep. is our regularity. Like an old man's bowels, we every you know, we every other Saturday, um, just like an old man's bowels every other Saturday. Every, every other Saturday, unless I hit unless I hit oh, the yeah, wrong sometimes. button, and release it on a Wednesday, <laughs> and we get surprisingly good numbers. <laughs> some, sometimes, uh, uh, no, Danny, I'm good. Anything else you want to add in there? Yeah. No. Yeah. We're good. Uh, if you've made it this far, God bless you. Um, ha- ha- have have a little brand, Bob. Anecdotal, false, wrong. Kill yourself. Because uh, we haven't played him all time, and I haven't lined up anything for an end song on this. So if Get you're him gonna listen past the 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 song, don't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> damn Brambot. I'm excited for Mitch 1.0 <laughs> yeah, to be able to do that. Uh, you know, fingers crossed. God willing. Um. I've been Danny. <laughs> For Mob Rules, I've been John. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>